You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Welcome to it. I'm a little disappointed. I was ready for another day of Pawnee Willis on the witness stand in Fulton County because I heard today was going to be the baby mama show, I, you know, or the baby daddy show. And they were going to line up, I think, three guys, and they were going to all determine who the baby daddy is. And I'm like, what the hell? I was expecting it. Why not? Why would you, why would you leave us hanging after a, a day yesterday that was so, I mean, it was a gift from God. Yesterday was a gift from God. It, it, I've been writing political satire for a very long time. Since around 1990, I have witnessed uh, so much history, and I've and I made fun of so much history. <laughs> Yesterday was, I mean, it was it was it was a work of art. If you consider something to tee up people for for comedy bliss, uh, my God in heaven, it was glorious. It was absolutely unbelievable. Yesterday, uh, it started off with Nathan Wade uh, testifying uh, in the Fanny Willis, then uh, being compelled to join the testimony because she saw her life going up in flames so she ran into the courtroom i don't even think she got sworn in they just sat down and said let me go (laughs) it was so good it was so good it was so good oh my god here's a little bit of the testimony of nathan wade when he actually finally admitted that he and she have a sexual relationship is your relationship with my client entirely platonic not is not your relationship with my client point Bad baby, bad baby. Did you ever not make love? Did you? <laughs> Mystery. You had yeah. sex with her every time you met, didn't you? Didn't you? Liar! He's badgering the witness. It's his witness. You mm-hmm. slammed her, you ducked her donut, you gave her dog a sausage, you stuffed her like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> all right, all right, it's true, okay? I hooked her brains up. There, now you happy? I have no further questions. There it was. That was it in a nutshell. <laughs> right there. Here's what you need to know. Uh, Fonnie Willis got a whole bunch of money from the White House to go after Donald Trump, uh, around $14 million. She decided, since she was dating uh, and doing the bow chicka bow with Nathan Wade, she started in 2019, according to a, a friend of hers, and, and decided to add him to the payroll, even though he has no experience whatsoever, no experience whatsoever in uh, in uh, in uh, felony convictions at all. He's uh, maybe, I don't even think he's even brought a, a felony trial uh, to a, a felony to trial, right? And she decided to hire him for more than the other people and channel the money to him uh, without telling anybody. Just decided, to, I'm going to pay you 250 bucks an hour. We're going to go to town. We're going to go to the White House, get our marching orders and all of that. And we're going to party. And, and we're going to go on vacations and trips everywhere. And they did. And supposedly they went on these trips everywhere. And Fawny Willis uh, paid him back in cash because, you know, black women don't use checking accounts. Uh, that's what we learned yesterday. We learned a whole lot of bunch of stuff about Black women, apparently. I have a funny feeling most black women would want to beat the snot out of Fonnie Willis if Fonnie Willis was messing around with her husband like Fonnie Willis did. 
So uh, there's a lot of stuff going. I mean, it is just it's so so good. And yesterday, one of the most wonderful analysis of what happened. And I've got plenty of audio. <clears throat> Trust me on this. We got a lot of audio. Uh, here's the number. It's eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. Fawny Willis is a uh, uh, she channeled money not meant for her to her boyfriend. They partied on it. That is illegal. She should not only uh, this this trial should be uh, well. She should be taken off the trial. The trial should be flushed down the toilet, and she should be disbarred, and then under charges for criminality. And I would assume also if anybody from the IRS was listening to all of the cash payments that went back and forth, you know, he used his business card, and she, uh, you know, she uh, got cash from him. I don't know what they, you know. It, I think they banked at the same bank that the uh, the Biden family did. I think we might look for some LLCs. But the most uh, uh, brilliant analysis that I saw yesterday was from Mike Carter of the, uh, of the, uh, uh, the what is it, the Article 3 Project. This, this is absolutely masterful. I want you to hear this because it, uh, it is amazing. And here's the number if you want to talk about any of this stuff. We got that CIA. Uh, we got some amazing stuff. Uh, John Brennan was the guy who created Russia collusion after Donald Trump was elected. It is unbelievable. Uh, cats out of the bag there. But we'll start with this. This mark Marvelous analysis by Mike Carter. Uh, I would imagine that the attorneys in the Fulton County DA's office were probably stunned when she went out there angrily and decided she was going to go light herself on fire in the courtroom today. That was the worst testimony I think I've ever seen from anyone in any court proceeding ever. Uh, she walked. Hold, she, it, hold she, it. Hold it. Stop. Hang on. Hang on. Stop. Bannon, stop. I want way. to hit the rewind of this. This is Steve Bannon. I know that you haven't seen it. Is it because I'm not a lawyer? Our audience are not lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain that because it looked so insane. Uh, and I couldn't believe she's a prosecutor. It looks so insane. Is that the absolute worst you've ever seen in your entire life? Oh, yeah. By, by far the worst. Lawyer, non lawyer. Even mentally incompetent, I, I think. Mentally, Even episode of Jerry Springer. I think a, a homeless. Even man, Judge Joe Brown. Man with a knife going into court for a competency competency hearing would be more sane than what Fannie Willis did today <laughs> in court. She set up her own perjury trap uh, yes. and walked into it. She is the dumbest prosecutor I've ever seen. Yeah. In all my time as a lawyer, and this woman, this angry, dumb woman, is prosecuting a former and likely future president of the United States. Let that sink in, yeah, America, that this... Somebody was able to pass the bar. Both of those people, both Fonnie Willis and her boyfriend, Nathan Wade, both apparently passed the bar. Her moron is prosecuting... Apparently that bar has been lowered. ...cuting someone who was a president before and will be a president again. And I would say to, to Joe Biden yes. and these national Democrats, yes. what the hell are you thinking? Why are you picking <laughs> these utter buffoons as your prosecutors? Because, Mike, I told you this. I actually didn't tell you personally because I don't know you. Because the only people they can get to do these cases have very low ethical standards and very low intelligence. They don't care about the law. All they care about is the payoff. They don't care if anything sullies their reputation because they're too stupid to recognize it. They are dumb people, and they are uh, of incredibly low moral character. That's it. The, the scrape in the bottom of the barrel. Even like, I mean, literally, uh, Nathan Wade's one of those, uh, you know, uh, slip and fall attorneys. You see the ads overnight with the buy here, ca- pay here, cash, uh, car loan places. That, that's Nathan Wade. 
That's and except for even worse. Except for even worse. And and she decided because she's doing the bow chicka bow with him that she'll just put him on the payroll and they will have a good time. They will have a good time. It is unbelievable. It is it is a made for TV. It is the best thing ever. I've got lots of audio on this. MSNBC literally this morning is defending. I mean, I'm thinking the the indefenseless. There's no way. There's no way anyone could could possibly think that this woman uh, was competent in any way, shape, or form. That she would take all of this money without anybody knowing about it. Pay her boyfriend at twice the the rate for nothing. Go to the White House. The whole deal. Pay in cash money. I can go on and on and on. But this is. Is what this is what Joy Reid, who by the way looks like a, a soft serve vanilla ice cream machine, crapped on her head. I don't know what the deal is with this this hair thing. She's she's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, last night it all boiled down to this. Uh, it was uh, we uh, black women should be proud of uh, Fonnie Willis because uh, you know because she's I guess a metaphor for black women or something. This was if standing on business was a witness. <laughs> that was what we saw today. And what we also saw today, frankly, was a clinic in black womanhood, and particularly high pro- Um, I, I think most black women would say no. Profile black womanhood, right? If you're a black woman in this country, you don't have to be a district attorney prosecuting the former president of the United States to really understand what it means to have your integrity or your professionalism questioned, uh, or the urge to defend your character or reputation, right? And so that's what you really saw on display today, yes, she was angry, but she was also insulted. She was offended. Uh, you know, if, if, if somebody thinks... No, she was defensive. Not offended, she was defensive. That they're being lied on, you know, and, and especially Fonnie Willis, prepare to defend yourself, because that was exactly what she came to that stand, prepared to... And she did a terrible, 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 terrible job. It was so good. Here is that Fonnie Willis, a little uh, montage of her meltdown yesterday that I guess is is uh, a metaphor for black women because CNN, the uh, MSNBC said it. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. I'm not a hostile witness. I very much... You're the one who took the stand. Want to be not so much that you're hostile, Miss Willis. It'd be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Miss Merchants. Thank Merchants' interests are contrary to democracy, Your Honor. She's so well-spoken, too. Not to mind. Has he ever visited you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear, because you've lied in this. This, Let me tell you which one you lied in. Right here. I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth, Judge. And this is, it, it is a lie. It is a lie. She should have been charged with contempt about ten times during that thing. She was belligerent, a belligerent child, a spoiled, entitled individual who, who got a law degree, I guess, because of DEI, because she doesn't have a brain, for God's sake. Uh, here she is talking about, you know, cash, because she only pays in cash, because apparently also but i'm just talking to the black women in the audience i guess black women don't like checking accounts and they only pay in cash you also said that he was a world traveler and been on many of the three different things sweden russia someplace else cash from anyway i always have cash at the house that has been i don't know all my life if you're a woman and you go on a date with a man you better have 200 dollars in your is that is that the way it works in maybe in 1955 or something, you you gotta have two hundred dollars in your purse when you go on a date. That never happened with my uh, my wife and and me. Actually, I always paid pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. Where did that cash originally climb out the bathroom window? Really come from? If it had cash came out of the bank, cash is uh, fungible. We had cash for years <laughs> in my house. The money that you paid, Mr. Wade, the cash yeah. in October of 2022. You do not know where that money came from. 
I do know where it came from. It came from my sweat and tears. It's, it came from her sweat and tears where that money came from. You should know that. that that's her sweat and tears. That money. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. The really wonderful thing is MSNBC doesn't even realize they're already dead. They are already dead. It's just over. And and everything they do from here on out just, I mean, it's always made them look like buffoons. But, I mean, I, I just, I don't understand it. I don't know what kind of money is being passed around there. I don't know if there's, maybe there's some carbon monoxide problems in the studio or something. Because, uh, honestly, no human being with uh, a, a thinking brain would defend the uh, the behavior of Fawny Willis yesterday and, and all of the questions of the tens of thousands of dollars and and uh, and cash money being exchanged and all of this uh, they lied all day yesterday that's all you need to know I'll just say allegedly uh, they lied about everything yesterday it was a giant CYA Nathan Wade was blowing up the world Fawny Willis was watching on a closed circuit monitor and finally decided to march in using her motions rather than her brain, which, you know, I mean, obviously not much of a brain there, and then proceeded to set herself on fire. That's what happened yesterday. She looked like an idiot, all right? And anybody who would say that this is some sort of statement for black women in America, then you have no clue about black women in America. My God in heaven. Uh, and here's her, her dad. Her dad's a radical black panther. And he says, in, in Atlanta, by the way, in Atlanta, that uh, right after she got uh, sworn in, people surrounding her house shouting the N-word. Sure. After she was sworn in, she was sworn in on January 1 of uh, 2021. And on or about the 3rd of February, um, at probably 5, 5.30 a.m. in the morning, yeah. um, there were people outside her house uh, cursing and yelling and calling her the B word and the N word and just, I mean, it was bizarre. Okay. Yeah, and it was never covered on the news. He also said that they spray painted the B word and the N word and he just happened to go out there and clean it up before she could see it. The spray paint. Yeah, spray paint doesn't come off that easily and uh, it usually takes uh, several days and several people. So they're trying to play the race card. I don't know how where that's coming from and it, where she's the DA and where the city council is mostly black and the mayor is black and all this. Suddenly it's race. <laughs> it is, I mean, grasping at straws. Uh, I've got much more audio, particularly from uh, from Nathan Wade. It's, it's just glory. It's a great day for comedy. It's a great day for America. We'll talk about, uh, by the way, expect Joe or Donald Trump to be found guilty by Judge Ingerod. I wouldn't surprise me he said a billion dollars. Don't worry about it. MSNBC will dance around and act like there's a victory it's a joke it will be appealed anyway all of that is coming up let's go ahead and take a break you are listening to the rob carson show the rob carson show podcast is everywhere go to newsmax.com slash listen for details characterization emasculate a black man but i'm just telling you i'm sorry what i'm not going to emasculate a black man. Did you understand that? All right, so I don't think we should discuss further. Mr. Seda. Now, she did not want to emasculate a black man, and then, and she was talking about Nathan Wade, and then she threw him under the bus. And did the, and the, did the forthcoming indictment have anything to do with that? Ooh. Or was it just a coincidence? 
Mr. Let's go on and have the conversation. Yeah, I'm just asking you whether or not it was a coincidence. It had absolutely nothing to do with this. It's interesting that we're here about this money. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as he told me one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. Jerry. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. Oh, and so there was tension always in our relationship, which is why I would give him his money back. I don't uh, need anybody to foot my bills. The only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy. Oh, threw the daddy in there. Is there anything else you would like to add to that? Uh, no. My, my mama told sure me you better shop around. Her. I think no. that was also in there. Barbara in Baltimore is on the phone. Hello, Barbara. How are you today? Rob, <laughs> Rob, you are knocking it out of the park. I just want to say, hey, you got some news. You have new fans up there in Athens, Pennsylvania. I met them at the Trump rally that are listening to you right now. Let me tell Excellent. you something. I don't know what this woman is talking about, but I do know she's a liar. Now, Barbara. Barbara, 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 you're a black woman. Uh, you don't yeah. have a check account, do you? You pay everything in cash, don't you? I pay everything with credit cards. <laughs> they're lying. They're lying. In this day and age, especially her having money, probably riding around in a Mercedes, I know Doug well she ain't walking around with that kind of cash in her pocket in Atlanta because she'd be robbed. She now, Barbara, 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 when you're, when you're like, for instance, in, in Baltimore, who carries a lot of cash in their, in their pants? Drug dealers. That's usually people who are involved in crime. Those are the ones who pay in cash, generally, Thank Barbara, you. right? Yes, <laughs> yes. And she just made the case for Rico, for her and him. I couldn't yes. believe it, Rob. She said she took campaign cash and put it in her house. Hello. Yes. Come yeah. on. I want to know if IRS is going to be looking at both of them. He Amen. Said, he said he used his corporate card to pay for this stuff, and she paid him back in cash. Hello? Uh -huh. That's yeah. just the rule. I know yeah. tax law. So, you know... Look, Barbara, when you were watching this yesterday, Barbara, when I was watching, I was watching him, and I went to the gym, and I was listening. I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. And then when she took this dance, I didn't think it could get better. But, I mean, I was sitting there slack-jawed like, this is this is so ungodly awesome. It's the best thing I've ever seen. any better. He was uh, sweating bullets. He was he, sweating bullets. He's lying so much. He's got bullets. He had to keep taking his glasses off. Wiping the sweat off his face. So I'm like, oh, my goodness. He was uh, lying. He was lying. Uh, and he was, was watching it. They asked her whether or not she was looking at his testimony, and she lied about that. I oh, know she yeah. had to be, because she was ready. She came in there loaded for bail. She, yeah, mean, but she, but the thing is, the problem was she went in there really pissed off, and then she yeah. she mouthed off, and she made herself look like a buffoon. She exposed herself to a lot of things because she wasn't being rational, and it doesn't help, Barbara, that she's not a smart person to begin with. She's Hello. not a smart person. Did you listen to both of them yesterday? It was a Jerry Springer cast. It was a Jerry Springer show. It was. Here's the deal. I wonder where either one of them. She is definitely not a testament to Howard University, which is where. She <laughs> She went to Howard University, and that's how she comes out. That's how inarticulate she is. I mean, she didn't even – she sounded so ghetto, and he sounded lost. Yes. He, looked, yes. he was just it – was, it was a clown show. And I think that what? could be a new TV show, Ghetto and Lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would have made it better, Rob? If Donald Trump was in the audience. Wow. Oh, my God. He that probably was. was. Oh my God.
Yeah. All right, Barbara, I got to run. I got to bar- I got to run. I got to run. Coming this Thursday night on Ghetto and Lost. It's like the new version of Starsky and Hutch. It's Ghetto and Lost. She's a DA. He's her concubine. They only pay in cash on this weekend's Ghetto and Lost. Stick around. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. Plus, plus. If standing on business was a witness, <laughs> that was what we saw today. And what we also saw today, frankly, was a clinic in black womanhood, and particularly high-profile black womanhood, right? If you're a black woman in this country, you don't have to be a district attorney prosecuting the former president of the United States to really understand what it means to have your integrity or your professionalism questioned, uh, or the urge to defend your character or reputation. You knew that MSNBC was going to go there, there with the uh, testimony from Fonnie Willis and uh, Nathan Wade yesterday in Atlanta, which was uh, Jerry Springer times 10 it was uh, it was glorious if you are uh, if you've ever paid attention to politics and courtroom drama it was the best thing i've ever seen it was a, a total meltdown uh by uh, by Fonnie willis the da of fulton county i am dying, right and so that's uh, excuse me i am really- dying to hear what bruce lavelle has to say about that longtime advisor for president trump a uh, small business owner in uh, a major business owner in atlanta lifetime La- atlanta uh resident washington times and newsmax contributor uh g- welcome to the show bruce Glad to have you on, man. I cannot wait to hear what you got to say. You, When I talked to you last night briefly on the phone, I know you were in your car and everything, but were you watching this yesterday, kind of slack-jawed, like couldn't believe this was happening? Yeah. I, had, You know, I had planned, and thanks for having me, I, I had planned oh, yeah. to actually attend uh, the, the uh, proceedings um, if uh, 45, soon to be 47, was going to be present, but obviously that, that plan changed. However... Three or four of my close friends were in attendance, so we were pretty much messaging each other, et cetera, as well as me watching the entirety of the testimonies. The unfortunate part of it is that it's what I wrote uh, in one of the op-eds about how they've allowed such a dark black cloud to loom over, hover over uh, great state of Georgia, not to mention Fulton County. And I warned them way back, if you allow this to go on, what you know, what could happen, just the fact that she weaponized the office to go against uh, a former president and stop him from being elected again. But also, I've always been very optimistic about this, um, Rod, and I think you and I elaborated on this before, is that you will reap what you sow. 
And you can't build a successful business or any entity on a false foundation. So that's always been kind of like my 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 savings grace as it relates to uh, the hypocrisy and the dual, dual systems, dual justice systems, not to mention what's going on with Jack Smith and, of course, Letitia James and that fake uh, sexual harassment lawsuit uh, situation that's going on. I still believe that the goodness will prevail. It's not our time. It's God's time. just want to put that on the record real quick. So, so when you see this theatrical play amongst Fonnie Willis, it doesn't surprise me. Because remember, as you said, as you introduced me to the show, bro, I've been here a long time. I know who the who's who are. I know the, the movers and the shakers on both sides of the aisle. And I said, you know, if you guys are going to sit back quiet now, this is not good business for us overall in general. We're laughing stock of the world even more so now than we were as she uh, went and got these fake indictments. So this yeah. is just you reap what you sow. There's going to be more. I saw uh, the dad up there skinning and slipping and sliding on his testimony <laughs> saying when he was asked, did you know um, that she went out of the country? And let me tell you something about a father-daughter relationship. Yeah. The father, the daughter always talks to the dad or the mother about relationships. You may not like the guy or care about the guy, but in terms of whereabouts, especially in the climate and, and what's going on, as her being this, quote, DA that's brought these charges against a former president, you're very high profile. I promise you the dad knew where she was at at all times. You sit right up on that stand and testify today saying, I don't know where she was going. And, yeah, I told her to get cash and blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole collaboration. The other thing, too, is she made him out to be some kind of sick, frail old man where, he, where she had to shelter and place him. It, what I saw was he was just as, as, as vibrant and as a 20, 20 30-year-old until he pulled out the magnifying glass trying to act like he couldn't really see some of those theatricals. <laughs> but, you know, really, man, the, the hypocrisy in itself. And let me just say this, too, and all your listeners. Atlanta got the, the, the World Games of the Olympics in 1996 because it had, quote, a reputation of a city that was too busy to hate. And yes. to watch this person, who's not from Georgia, as you said earlier in my introduction, I am three or four generations of a Georgian, Atlantan. I, I am part of the way, I was part of the committee to help get the World Games here in Atlanta on the steering committee. So the reason why we got that, because of our reputation of get along, get along, you know, Republicans, Democrats, left, right. We all agree to disagree, but we all got along. And to have folks who are not from here, as Fonnie Willis is from Inglewood, California, raised in D.C., to bring the culture, and she's not the only one, to Atlanta and run us through all of this mud and, and mockery and craziness is a disgrace. And I said this earlier. <clears throat> Remember, 92% of her fundraising came from outside of Fulton County and Georgia. Okay? So that tells you the temperament. That tells you where the funding and who's pulling the string. And the same thing would happen with Letitia James and all of them. That's why I wrote that article, as you said, as a, as a contributor to Washington Times, Recruiting Woke Warriors. Check that out. You can just Google Bruce Lavelle recruiting, recruiting woke warriors, and you'll see how they go after these particular people like Fannie Willis, like Letitia James, like Alvin yep. Bragg, and even yep. some mayor, mayor races to that point across the country and, and get real huge cash behind them and use them as, well, as they call it, political puppets, 
as Malcolm X used to say. Yeah, I quoted Malcolm X on your show. I don't care. He said it in 1964. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I know, and, and listen, I never understood. I mean, I, I, I was not part of that generation. I was, uh, you know, an infant when Malcolm X was uh, you know, rising. He said a lot of truths. He said, beware the white liberal. You know, I made a lot of he made a lot of sense. Malcolm X made a lot of sense, uh, yeah. you know. But I'm going to tell you, uh, I remember, Bruce, uh, I was a kid right out of college. I went to a morning radio seminar in uh, in Atlanta the year that, that they announced the Olympics. And I looked at his, Atlanta as this gleaming city yep. that was progressive, and it was yep. uh, very, very black, which was really cool because this, this black city was just kicking ass. And I wanted to live in that city because they got the Olympics. And I'm, I'm like, dang it, you know. And, and now I look at it. I see what an embarrassment that Fulton County is right now. I mean, I've seen over the years, I've followed stories like Atlanta schools cheating on those kids' tests, and, and the kids were actually failing. I remember that scandal. And then and then this, where she, Fonnie Willis, takes Donald Trump, makes him go into the crappiest jail in America where people die every month and gets his, his uh, mugshot, and she's parading around like she's all that, and she's nothing more than gutter trash. That's all she is, Bruce. And I'm going to tell you something, man. I mean, when, when the federal government goes and looks for AGs or DAs that will use lawfare against political opponents, they go to the bottom of the barrel. The people with the lowest moral character, and fortunately those people also are the dumbest, Bruce. And that's what we saw yesterday. Yeah. Well, in, in order to get into that level, you got to find people who play in that level. Let's just not forget that, okay? And that's why, once again, earlier in our conversation, I'm, I'm still optimistic that the light will shine on the dark and it'll prevail. And it's a little uncomfortable now. It's a little bumpy. But, you know, when President Trump came down and promised that he would fight for the people and not be holding to special interests and pay to play and to, quote, drain the swamp, you know, Ron, Robbie, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know it was going to be that deep. I knew the swamp, but I didn't realize how deep it was. So obviously it's been deep, and it's been decades of generational curses that, that has plagued our great republic for which it stands. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I, I've seen, you know, let's, I want to move from Atlanta because I, I need to know your thoughts on, on Trump. You're a close associate of, of Donald Trump, but you've got a few things going on here. you got this... Judge Ingron case that's going to happen today. I wouldn't doubt if the uh, bastard, I'll just call him a bastard, uh, uh, says that Donald Trump has to pay a billion dollars. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Some absurd, and, and, and MSNBC will dance around. I'm already seeing it trending on Twitter. Guilty, guilty, and he's guilty of nothing. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it, it gets back to what I'm saying. It's like this person, uh, this, this 45th president of the United States, soon to be the 47th, it's such a threat to both sides of the establishment, and it's gone on for so long that he's literally interrupting their pay scams on both sides. So, you know, when you, one thing about I always said, if you want to get someone's attention, is you, you start affecting their money. You start touching their money. Now you get people's attention. Um, all the noise and chatter, that's one thing. But the actual uh, interrupt the money streams, uh, you know, from the military-industrial complex to the actual uh, the, the whole media world in itself, the whole pay-to-play, huge, huge conglomerates of the uh, special interest lobbyists, which is multi-billion-dollar infrastructure, he's interrupting that. And I think that a lot of folks are just, like, not wanting that because it's, uh, they've, they've done it this way so long. How dare you come in and interrupt our, what we're supposed to do? And so, yes, it's, it's an all-out, as I call it, the Great Reformation. The Great Reformation. We're all living through as we call it every, every now and then, that we go through in our society where there's this huge transformation of wealth, 
There's this true, true, huge transformation of power. There's this huge transformation of a spiritual revolution. I mean, come on, let's take the optimism here. Yes, sir. What you're seeing out here is on a world stage of a quarterback, and I'm going to use the NFL, I'm going to go across the the different variables of this, C.J. Stroud. He professes Christ. You see uh, 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 Lawrence, Trevor Norris down in, in Jacksonville. You see Mahomes, whether you're a Kansas City Chief fan or not, first thing he acknowledges winning the Super Bowl is God Almighty in Christ. So I'm looking at the positives more so than just the doom and gloom. I think there's a great spiritual revolution going on. I think it's awakening uh, uh, believers to be even stronger believers, and I believe that we're going to prevail. It's just not our time, Brother Rod. It's going to be God's time, and that well, yes. me extremely motivated and optimistic. Yes. Well, I like to say, Bruce, and I was talking to a, a guest earlier this week, and I said that, you know, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. For every bad, there is a good, and, and we are right now. Yeah. We've had three years of evil running roughshod, seven years, actually, if you think about it, and now good is starting to take over. The yan yeah. is taking over for the yen. Let me ask you about uh, John Brennan literally uh, creating Russia collusion. Now we know yeah. that, thanks to Michael Chellenberger, Matt Taibbi. You were part of the administration as that was all going on. What do you have to say about that because i knew it was true all along everybody knew that russia collusion was bullcrap everybody knew that vladimir yeah. putin wanted to see hillary clinton in office not donald trump what are your thoughts on that in order to heal some of these wounds that has gravely damaged this great nation there's a lot of people that need to be tried for treasonous acts against the united states and go to jail Yes. And I'm sorry, I, you know, I don't like to wish things on things like that, but I think the all, part of the healing process is obviously is our own uh, bringing people to justice that literally undermined, quote, undermined a sitting president and undermined a great nation. That is a treasonous act. And every one of those folks, the 51, quote, heads of these particular departments that said that the laptop was not valid, it was Russian, they all need to be brought up on charges because, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or not, if you let all this behavior slide and you just sit back and act like it's not going on, the same thing I challenge my brothers and sisters here in Atlanta, Democrats, independents that I've known for decades, and I said, if you sit quiet and you do nothing, you are just as guilty. You're an accessory to the greatest robbery and crime and ripoff in the nation's history. So get the stick out of your eye and get over there and do something. Uh, I believe, honestly, I know that we are in the middle of a spiritual revolution. We're amongst a great re- uh, revelation, Bruce. I mean, decades of abuses and usurpations, yep. decades, decades of criminality, decades of corruption we only imagined could ever happen. All of the things that the government said was misinformation and disinformation that we knew in our hearts were true are true, Bruce. And so yep. this, I think, is God. I, I always like to say God has a sense of humor. Uh, God uh, made Davos freezing cold this year. Uh, God, uh, uh, after the EV mandates and sending all of our money to China, had the coldest winter that exposed how what a ripoff that EVs are. And now we saw Fonnie Willis yesterday acting like a fool on the stands. Your friends in the courthouse, one other second, got about another minute. Your friends in the courthouse, when she marched in and wanted to take the stand, what did they say to you? Because it must have been they, like, no way. No way this is they happening. Were, they were totally <laughs> shocked. And then after they settled a little bit, we're like, Oh, this is great because this is one thing you don't do is step on a stand under under oath as well as the world to see is step up there with anger and you and you're not totally in your senses. So we were like, Yes, 
go sit down. Angry person, because you know you're going to say something crazy, and you sure did. Because I've been on oh, the block quite a bit, and you do not step on that stand if you're angry or bitter or whatever, because you will step on your new you-know-what. Yeah, you know, I was I was already on uh, microwave popcorn number two when uh, when Nathan Wade left the stands, and then when she took the stands, I'm like, you better fire up some more popcorn because this is getting really good. I got to oh, tell yeah. you, I I listen, Bruce. I am so grateful for you to be on, and I know that we are in a spiritual awakening. I know that we're praying more than ever before, and good is going to come from this. It really, really oh, is. Yeah. Absolutely believe yeah. it, one hundred percent. Where can people find you on social media? And you got this new article in the Washington Times today. Yeah, well, I, I I wrote the last one, which is similar to what's happening to the the reputation under the Newsmax article. I'm working on another one, as it relates to the reputation of of Atlanta losing that reputation based on it. this type of behavior, which is killing business. All so right. I'm on X, which is Bruce underscore Lavelle, and then of course Truth Social, Bruce Lavelle, L E V L L. And all the other fake platforms that are out there that they do <laughs> algorithms and shadow bands and all I the know. other exactly. stuff. Exactly. Just leave it right there right. at the doorstep. Well, you have a glorious weekend with your family, and thank you so much for finding the time to talk to me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, brother. All right, let's take it. Let's take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show. <clears throat> Did he come to, I guess, the condo? I'm not sure what you called it, condo apartment. Um, would love he come Shaq, and stay at that Shaq. condo or visit you there? I'm sorry, visit you there. What condo, what apartment? I want to be clear. So, not your house. I know you classified one as house and one as condo, so I'm trying to use those terms. So, um, there's been more. That, see, what you don't understand is because of this case, I got to move. And so, I. I need to, if you could ask a more precise question. Yes, please. Give me the time period. That <laughs> Mr. Wade visits you at the place you laid your head. When? Has he ever visited you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear, because you've lied. Yeah, we never slept. And this, this, let me tell you which one you lied in. Right here? <laughs> I think you lied right here. She no, lied. No, 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 no. This is the truth. And this, it, it, it is a lie. It is a lie. Well, Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. Yeah, they had to take a break because Fannie Willis was having a meltdown. And, and MSNBC is trying to pick up the pieces this morning because she made a fool out of herself. Because what happened yesterday is Nathan Wade took the stand and uh, set her on fire. And then she decided to storm in emotionally with no facts, perjure herself, uh, un unveil all sorts of illegality, RICO statutes, and, uh, and IRS uh, issues yesterday on the stand. It was a glorious thing to watch. Really was a glorious thing to watch. Corrupt people burn. This is new from Jim Gossett on a Friday at the Rob Carson Show. Another lie. Come on. Another tale. This is so delicious. That could land you both in jail. I hope so. It won't be nice. What, what? You'll pay the price. Uh-huh. For doing funny. <laughs> he got paid. <laughs> Relationship. It was uncouth. uncouth. Nathan refused to tell the truth. The case is closed. You've been exposed for doing funny. <laughs> doing funny. Oh my God. They lied about the timeline. And when it all began, I'm gonna pay you back cash for that vacation. Bonnie has crossed the crime line. Yeah, she done. Her best friend screwed up the plan. There's no escape. Uh-uh. Don't even try. Don't even try. You've both been caught in a big lie. Experts are saying 
you will be paying for doing funny. Here she is a couple years ago before she was the uh, DA saying that she was not going to have sex with employees. Because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Because they deserve a DA that won't put money in their own pocket when it should go to benefit <laughs> children. Because we deserve better. Yeah, there you go. And here's her friend saying they started doing the boom chicka boom about uh, 2019. Or what personal and romantic is later. When I ask you personal, do you about. take that to mean romantic? The boom chicka boom. Yes. Okay. And do you understand it that their relationship began in 2019 and continued <laughs> until the last time you spoke with her? <sighs> yes. There you go. All right. So, coming up, we're going to move on to uh, this uh, the uh, the Russia collusion hoax. It was created by John Brennan. Yeah, I know it's a glorious day. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen or wherever you get podcasts. All right, so hour number two of the Rob Carson Show, Russia collusion hoax was hatched by John Brennan, ex-CIA director, who also got the uh, 51 Intel agent letter saying Hunter Biden's laptop was Russia collusion and that uh, Russian space nuke thing yesterday. Yeah, that was a lie, too. I told you about it yesterday. Confirmed last night. Stick around.